The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. You got it going on. What, what? Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, trans and cis. Uh, this is shit you might have missed. On... Look at you rhyming and shit. <laughs> Without... Yeah, okay. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Yeah. I am. I did. I yeah. did. I knew that, though. I did. This is shit you might have missed on Flash Black. Radio, radio, radio. Bringing in the show today is me, T Rich. T Rich, T Rich. Sitting to my, hmm, kind of in front of me, actually. <laughs> Lee Ben is the third, aka Da Vinci Box. What up, what up? Calling to us from the Rainbow Room is. Okay, Savage. Hey, friends. <laughs> hello, hello. So, uh, Today is October 30th, 2018. Yep. Um, Still time to early vote. <laughs> and also, if you don't get around to early voting, don't let anyone shame you. You can still go on November 6th. Of course. Vote. Of course. But it is especially important. Um, somebody's trash-ass president decided today that he wants to get rid of birthright citizenship. Uh, citizens who were basically considered to be quote unquote anchor babies. So, uh, like, like, you like people who have, uh, legal citizenship, uh, via like permanent legal status, whatever, their children become natural, well, become American citizens because of their parents' mm-hmm. legal status, whatever. It's, it's, it's kind of like in the constitution and whatnot. And it's kind of like how this country was started and how, you know, Irish and you know the Germans and the Jewish and the Italians did it, but well, apparently when black and brown people do it, you know we we did it by default because we were like we we're abducted and brought here. But you know apparently when you know people who were actually you know and also indigenous to this Russians land, do it. Yeah, there's also that people who Asians do it, and yeah. also this sounds very much like uh, what they did in the Dominican Republic when they I said the same to damn thing at the, the Haitians like, yeah, like you if you back, can't prove yeah. your Lineage back to like 500 BC, then <laughs> you do not get to stay. I think in this it was like country. the 1920s, it was just still kind of janky because it well, it was back before they started keeping records, yeah, yeah. And that's what I was gonna say. I, I, I know, for example, um, one of my grandparents, uh, there's no documentation for her birth, obviously, she was it's born, like lots of our grandparents, yeah, it's yeah, probably obviously, in a Bible she was born. somewhere, yeah, yeah, but uh, that that is a thing, so. Could that the become only, the only one of my grandmother's siblings that was born in a hospital was her youngest brother. The rest of them were born in the bed at home. So, I mean, I'm sure they have birth certificates, but would they be considered reliable at this day and age? I'm not so sure. Well, no, 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 no. There's a difference between what I, I and that's that's a, that's a very good point. I, I was speaking that there there are birth certificates. There are certificates of 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 birth 
sounds the same, but ain't. It's like record recordation of birth. You're, mm-hmm. Basically, there's a role that you can you can put your name on and all that stuff, or whatever. I mean, she legit didn't have a birth certificate because you know, you know, there's other other things at play. You know, which I choose. Oh not no, to get I into. feel you. But 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 even some people with um, birth certificate issues, you mm-hmm. know, like Georgia made it so that they had to be an exact match all your documents. You know what I'm saying? So, Ironically, you know, uh, like you know, I have folks that would Georgia. be really hard for me because I have four names, you know, and I only use two middle initials. And most people make you choose which initial you like best because, like, you can't have two. I, I don't understand. Um, I mean, so. and then we had this whole thing about, you know, President Obama. So it's not surprising that, you know, this particular president would want to, you know, go about this whole birth certificate thing. He's like, you know, I was told that all I had to do is an executive order. So that's what I'm going to do. Well, okay. But you know what my response to immigration is? My response to the immigration issue is um, we don't have enough babies. So we need immigrants to refresh our population. So as far as I'm concerned, I welcome all comers with open arms. Well, they don't want all those babies if they're brown. Oh, I know they don't want the brown people, but, you know. Unless they want to bring them the way they did in old school. But I also feel like we have to do a little reality check. Like Europe, Europe in comparison to Africa, Asia, and, you know what I'm saying, Latin America and the Caribbean. I just feel like y'all are, you know what I'm saying, vastly outnumbered. And we just need to come to grips with the fact that, you know what I'm saying, even if, you know what I'm saying, we were still practicing actual colonial rule, y'all still outnumbered. People immigrate, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. to the epicenter of the empire. And so here we are. Yeah. I mean, but um, also I would like to point out that there's this whole thing called the Constitution 1 and then there's 2. There's uh, this thing called precedent um, from a legal perspective. And what I suspect will happen if he does, did he actually write the executive order? Did he actually? He I don't think so. Right? Cause He's, it was just today that he said, I was told I could do it by yeah, an executive yeah. order. So yeah, yeah. I heard about it this morning that he was, he was tossing that around the white house. Um, what I would say is that obviously, of course, beyond, of course, it being the constitution, there's also this thing called legal precedent. And, it would be, I would think, something similar to the whole idea of we don't want people to be able to come here from certain countries. So we're going to do this ban. And to do that, you know, somebody's going to probably. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's probably going to sue, say, hey, that's not constitutional. And. And then we'll see what happens with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then what happens is once somebody like says it's not constitutional. Uh, somebody will uphold that and say, yeah, I agree with that. And therefore, it's not going to happen. And then it'll eventually get run up the ladder to the Supreme Court where, you know, things could go uh, his way because, you know, got he's, he's got things in his favor right now on the Supreme Court. You know, considering, he does. considering uh, his new, uh, his new best crony. friend, his new bestie. Um, speaking of ain't shit presidents, Brazil. Hmm. Uh, I think his name is Yair Bolsonaro. Mm-hmm. Um, this dude almost makes Trump look likable. Almost. Strong words. Are you familiar uh, with um, some of his rhetoric? 
I, I, I had heard um, some stuff that was going on in Brazil. I didn't hear specifically what because I kept missing it. So please enlighten me. So I'm not even going to try to get into all the weeds of the Workers' Party in Brazil. Um, but when you have enough time, and those of you, since we do have a large population of the audience that is listening in Brazil. What up, Brazil? You are already aware of yeah. um, what's going on or what has been going on with the Workers' Party. Um, to put it short, lots of corruption. So one president was... Um, thrown out of office and her successor was thrown into jail. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of angry people um, in the country of Brazil. And along comes Yair, I think I'm saying his name right, J-A-I-R, forgive me if I'm not, Bolsonaro comes along and he's like, you know, we need to clean up the crime. We need to do something about the LGBTQ community. Oh, he sounds like old boy in the Philippines. Oh, Yes. He okay. is. Oh, he, he is. also wants to cut down the whole goddamn rainforest mm -hmm. and replace it with agriculture. Because fuck it, why not? Um, is, isn't the Brazilian rainforest like pretty much the, the last of remaining the planet? Yeah, and the last remaining like major like rainforest ecosystem. I mean, fuck it. Who needs it, right? Um, <laughs> if that's the way he seems, and I'm being People sarcastic, need but oxygen? no, we don't. Okay. Well, you know, like there, there is a plan to put like a, a a moon in orbit by the Chinese, so maybe they'll put like you know like like oxygen producers like on Total Recall, where like you'll have to like you know manufacture oxygen. The his supporters have um, been attacking supporters of the Workers' Party. Can you, can you um, break down what the Workers' Party is for me? Because because I'm I am a bit ignorant. Work, the Workers' Party is essentially left ring left. Wing and Bolsonaro is white is right wing. Sorry, oops. Uh, <laughs> um, but apparently Brazil fell into a recession because of some of the shady dealings of the Workers Party. I mean, they put a lot of good social programs into place, but mm. also it was like, oh, also let's use some of this funding as our own personal pocketbook. Um, so along comes Bolsonaro, and he's kind of. Going against, he's getting people riled up saying like, I'm against X, Y, Z. And, you know, he doesn't want, he said, let me get this right. I can't get the direct quote right now, but um, he's all for police killing carte blanche. Um, he's all for police killing blacks. Uh, he said, I would rather have a dead son than a gay son. So he's. Anti-LGBTQ. Whoa. He, yes. We just going to sanction, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? An honor killing? Well, yes. And he also said if the police are killing people, those police officers should be honored. If you're not, you're probably not doing your job. Um, he told a congresswoman, I wouldn't rape you because you're ugly. Not necessarily because rape is wrong, but apparently... Yeah, he's a problem. He's, um, you know, this will sound familiar to our American listeners, racist, fascist, sexist. Um, but he has there's a whole quite wave. a bit of support. There's a whole wave, you know, there's a whole wave there's that was, you know, rising up Italy. in uh, Germany. There's, uh, uh, shoot, France. Um, 
even in Canada, there's there's stuff cropping up, whatever. I can't say even in Canada, like like Canada's exempt, but you know, right? Even in Canada, because Canada is typically looked at as friendly as you know, folks are gonna so, get. I did so. know, I did see that there was a flight deal to Rio mm. for like four hundred and thirty dollars. I had I had to smooth pass on that shit because <laughs> I can get killed because I'm a black woman in my own country. Um, You're not trying to go somewhere else and do it. Yeah. Hell no. I feel it. I feel it. Fuck that. Um, I can't remember her name, um, but there was an article written by a a black woman who is currently living in Rio de Janeiro. I'm not sure she's from there, but she's living there, and it sounds like she's maybe been living there for a while. But she did an article on why black people, why some of the Afro-Brazilians were voting for Bolsonaro, and it's on the route. And I will make sure that Lee has the the link so that he can post that because it's you know it's it's what a little bit of what we say a little bit a lot of bit of what we say here about voting against your own interest. best interest. Okay. Um, and and I think it's also important to point out for those who may not be in the know, even for some who might be in Brazil, not know. But outside the continent of Africa. Brazil has the largest concentration of African peoples anywhere on the planet, yet they have never had anyone in office. Specifically Angolans. That. I did not know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I did not. They had uh, slavery longer. I think they had slavery till like 1884, 1885. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh Angola was a Portuguese colony, kind of like you know, direct trade. Yeah, makes sense. So yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, there's that. Yeah, so I knew I knew some 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 nanigans were going on um, in Brazil, but like when people were talking about it, I was just getting in the car and not hearing the whole conversation or something to that effect. So and you know how people like. Politicians will throw up like the peace sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his sign is like a machine gun, like as if you're holding a machine gun and oh. shooting people down. Oh. And it's okay. like, yay, this man is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was it was kind of it's kind of cool when Peter Tosh had the guitar gun, but you know, that that was Peter Tosh, and he was kind of revolutionary and all that. So that that made more sense. Uh, this shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. We are in the upside down. Fascism. Oh, Two point yeah, yeah, but I, I really still, I, I still am of the opinion that uh, a lot of this stuff is kind of like the last gasp of of just a a dying age, and people just not happy to just like you know accept things are changing and and really take toll. I mean, really take stock and look at how things are actually changing for the better. The idea that we had so many people who were we're saying that things are so bad under President Obama and President Trump made things better. And I'm like, uh, what exactly did they prove? Because all the gains were based upon what Obama had started and his policies. Yeah, Politico did an article. This dude had like nine hours of scheduled leave me the fuck alone time on like a random Tuesday. And apparently that's like how his schedule is. He just has these big blocks of time where it's like, leave me alone. And he's tweeting and he's watching television. And he's Cause like- Cause he's somebody grandpa. Mm-hmm. And they confuse because he got a kid, you know what I'm saying? That's slightly, what, younger than, you know what I'm saying? Some of his uh, 
nieces and nephews. What, 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 yeah, I mean, like, so everybody all confused. He old. He works like you know three hours a day. And he's overweight. And he's not the kind of overweight that, like, he in shape and he agile. You know what I'm saying? He overweight. And he has always thought that exercise would shorten your lifespan. So he's never been in shape. It's just, he old. Because that's what old people do. Mm-hmm. Be not bothered for nine, ten hours a day. Shit. My and maybe be awake during some of that time, older. most of that time. My, my, my maternal grandfather is significantly older than him, and he still be getting that work done. So, I, I yeah, that's just what sucks. That's because he's not a Fox News watcher. Yeah, well, there's also. I that. feel like them Fox News watchers be sucked into the TV all day long. It's like a vortex. <laughs> Speaking of uh, sucked in Fox News watchers, um, Megan Tr- Kelly is down the drain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, in we'll an ode to Halloween, because we know how some people love to wear blackface during mm-hmm. Halloween, um, and this year was no exception. Megan Kelly, who has definitely been the bright spot on the 36th hour of the Today Show, uh, came out and said, like, I don't, I mean, when I was growing up, there was nothing wrong with blackface. And the Today Show, people were like, do what? Yeah. And then she came. And she stood by it. She doubled down on, on it. Today show because it wasn't even colored people up there. It was the white people who was giving her the side eye, like, no, no, no. But she also no. she also said there was nothing wrong with blackface or whiteface because you know like who the fuck is wearing whiteface? You mean a Halloween mask? But a clown? That's not because that's not what. There's no such no, thing as whiteface. Black people long since adapted. We just put on the wig, the costume, and keep on going. You know what I'm saying? We not. Yeah. We don't need that explanation. Megyn Kelly is a special kind, and I, I personally feel as though uh, NBC is getting what they deserve for shitting on Tamron Hall. Mm-hmm. That's just well, how I feel about Well, not only that, but what do you expect from a woman who was adamant about, you know what I'm saying, Santa telling Claus everybody that white. Santa and Jesus were white? And everybody know knows that, which, you know, factually speaking, both of those are inaccurate. Santa Claus is rooted in Turkish... Uh, But I think the funnier thing is that Fox News came out on some, you know what I'm saying, preemptive. We're going to take a hard pass on that. We like our whole lineup. We ain't got no room. Nah, we good, love, enjoy. Yeah, but Fox, I mean, she already made her bet with that, though. She already made her bet because she sued her way out of Fox. So, but I. Maybe maybe she thought they'd have took her back. Right. I think I think it was just kind of like, hey, you know, hey no, guys, not. I'm not here, but her I'm ratings, still racist. Her ratings have been down. I don't, I don't, I, she's not a ratings no, powerhouse. No, on Fox she was. She was a ratings power, but yeah, in the real world she was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So, you know, that's that's where I mean, a lot of people ratings powerhouses, quote unquote. That's because Fox has its its constituency of. L- Viewers, them people Look, who I'm are watching just, nine, ten hours a day. I'm just saying, if you can't yeah. hold on to an audience for an hour, if they've gotten after they've gotten drunk with Hoda and Kathy Lee, like there's like something supremely wrong with you because that's all Kathy Lee and Hoda do is sit but there you and know drink what for like is? an hour. That's the problem. Everybody <laughs> is drunk. We're holding and, and Kathy Lee, you know what I'm saying? They done took their Vivans and got their coffee in the morning. Some of them may have some Vivans and some wine in the morning, whatever it takes them to get them out the door. You know what I'm saying? And so when Megan comes on, she's just too 
Megan is like the blow to your high. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I was having a good morning. And then this dry ass broad came on here. And what is she talking about? Fucking like, up my buzz and shit. She, she can't even pretend to be jovial. What? They not giving her. She, she don't get to have none of what they have in behind the scenes. Because everybody else seemed to be with the program. Everybody else seems happy. Again. Bye, bitch. She's getting what she deserved. But at the same time, let's not feel bad for Megan Kelly because they gave her $69 her? Million. Now, I'm not saying we do. I'm just saying, like, you know, there might be some people like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe. Yo, you get $69 million for one year of work that you might not even complete. She's uh, going to get a podcast. I think that's all. And it will still pay her millions. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't think Glenn Beck has really like been seeing that much love like he was seeing when he was on Fox News. Like he's he's gotten into actually producing, so you know, like he's done stuff along those lines. Like Tommy Lauren is like Glenn Beck's brainchild. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, I don't think is necessarily like getting the same love that he got. Like you know, whatever he's doing, he might still just be trying to be quiet or whatever. But a lot of people who go to the internet. He's old and rapey. That's perfect for for his his viewership. I'm not trying to be funny, but like you know, that's pretty much the makeup of Fox News. They had so many like cases mm-hmm. of like sexual harassment and assault and allegations that actually went up to allegations of rape. That was I the culture. You. So. I feel you on that. I just feel like the troublesome thing about that kind of track record, even for somebody like him, is that ultimately whoever employs you will have to have some kind of staff that helps you out. You know what I'm saying? That usually there's women. And so I feel like any employer, unless it was something he self-produced. How long was he have there? To be... He was there yeah, for a long but... time doing that. I don't know. What you do at a place that totally allows that shit to go down when it's a secret is totally different from what you can get away from, you, you know, get away with once people figure out that like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? You can't keep your hands to yourself because, you know what I'm saying? Liberals and progressives love Charlie Rose. He ain't never going to work again. OK, so OK. I, I'm, and, and, and Charlie Rose got fired from his own company. OK, so here's what I'm going to say. One, I think liberals slash progressives and I hate these 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 catch-all terminologies, but we're, we're going to use it for the sake of this conversation. And conservatives and, and evangelicals are two different parts of a tapestry. Now, let's be fair. We saw like comment after comment with regard to the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation where people said, yeah, well, like, yeah, well, if he rapes somebody, whatever, if he's going to get abortion taken care of, then, you know, uh, then I'm, I'm cool with it. You know? So people's Compass and calibration as to what they're what they're willing to accept and what they're willing to go with is like you know it's different. Um, yeah, I, I I don't necessarily agree with that because again that was the culture there that happened behind the scenes and people have a, a way of of excusing away certain behavior. I mean, and it happens in in, in our culture too because again, R. Kelly, hello. So um, it's it's a thing that people do. It's it's, it's easier for people who tend to be favorable to whatever audience they're appealing to to get away with it or whatever. So it really comes down to whether or not his core audience is going to do something. And oftentimes they're not. It's just bottom line. I mean, R. Kelly still has an audience. So No, I... I mean, I get what you're saying. Ideally, that should happen. But I'm just not convinced. There are too many examples of people... Well, I just think it's it's different. I think that, you know, they fired Charlie Rose from his own company. And the reality is... You know, the reality is when you're... 
employer relationships or employee-employee relationships and insurance and all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? That is a real thing. And I feel like his track record makes it so that he, you know what I'm saying, is way too much of a liability. All his domestic violence shit is out there. You know what I'm saying? Everything that's going down in Fox News is out there. And I just don't see another corporation or sponsors willing to take that risk on him. And I think the corporations, you know what I'm saying, aren't willing to take the risk because where are the sponsors that are taking the risk? Sponsors pulled out of Bill O'Reilly. That's why he got canceled, ultimately. Uh, I think people have short memories. And I think it's possible that once this, you know, uh, once this cycle of news changes and whatever to the next thing is going to be or whatever, I think he can probably find a way to get back in. And he won't even have to rebrand himself if he wants, if he doesn't want to. I think they will slowly trickle back in it's just who will be the the first guinea pig to go in and test it and you know see if the water is too hot if the public is ready for this or not eventually brian williams got back on you know he didn't have the whole allegations of sexual misconduct but as a newsman the one thing you're not supposed to do is lie I mean, but he got back on until his contract was over, and then, you know what I'm saying? still got back on. Where is Brian Williams? He's he's lost in the rotation, but he's on. All it takes, all I got to do is, like, scratch. Like, yo, the real thing is, like, you know, the real, I think even above Bill Riley, as weird as this is going to sound, I think the real test is is either Billy Bush or Matt Lauer. Them two cats get, one of them get back on. But I think Matt Lauer eventually get back on. Even though he's not a well liked person, I don't. Just in general, yeah, I don't. I don't because I think he's too not well liked there at this point. Yeah, like overarchingly, just yeah, disliked I, across the board. Obviously, yeah, I, like once once that band aid came off, a whole lot of pus came oozing out, and it was more than his just sexual creepiness. It was a whole lot of he's just an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you people. Know but the problem is, people knew that. Right. For a long but, time. People who work with him knew that for a long time. He was America's sweetheart, but he's not anymore. Was he America's sweetheart? I mean, I think you can I think it's one thing to say like, oh, he's an asshole and people can kind of brush it away saying like, oh, he's just a you know, a shrewd businessman or a dedicated journalist or you know, whatever kind of bullshit they want to throw, but it's like, oh, you're an asshole and you're rapey. <sighs> you gotta you gotta right. pick an affliction, right. dude. You can't you can't be both. Yeah, I mean, and I think I, I think that works. I think that that logic works a little bit more on the quote unquote for the sake of this argument, liberal slash progressive side. I don't think it has as much of a bearing, uh, you know, like on the progressive slash conservative side. I mean, excuse me, on the conservative slash right wing side. I just don't think it does. I don't see Matt Lauer going to Fox News. No, not Fox <laughs> News. I was saying he's gonna probably work his way into like like maybe. Like one of the MSNBC brands or something like that back in the NBC family, maybe mm. CNN. But I figured he would get back with one of those. NBC was taking him back. He's too much of a liability. They still smarting off that settlement money. Yeah. It's like it's he like may it's like find NFL his coaches. Way somewhere. It's like NFL coaches. Like you know, even though some of these NFL coaches are terrible, they still keep getting hired, and they just like, oh, you sucked over here, but we're just gonna hire you over here. And True, watch but you they're also here. not raping their players, so. Mm, some of them, some of them, like you know, on the college level, allow rape to happen or assault to happen. We've been seeing that. It wasn't just a Joe Paterno thing. 
So who knows what they're doing <laughs> on a professional level? Let's hope not that they're not doing stuff like that. I don't think they would be raping their players. So that would be like a very interesting story to tell. But, you know, we don't know what type of like uh, behavior or proclivities they have outside of. No, you know. and we also forget that we let men coach women's sports. Yeah, there's also that. So there could be a whole lot of not quite consensual or like stuff that some Monica Lewinsky type stuff where like the, the power dynamics and the age differential combined make it so that, you know what I'm saying? It's really hard for somebody to be able to say that they really are consenting to this. Too much of their life is dependent upon it. And then it's confused with genuine feelings of affection and, you know, like, you know, those feelings that you have for a mentor. It's 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 creepy and it's gross. So, yes. I did not have relations with that woman. I did not. Unless you count head. Cigars. I like cigars. Anyway. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Speaking of creepy and gross, um, T.I. and Tiny have returned with friends. Exactly. That's why I said creepy and gross, because of your face right now. Her face is creepy and gross? No, she's creeped out and grossed out. By T.I. and Tiny? Yeah, so they have new... People scare me like dolls on shelves do. What do you say? Plastic at this point. I said plastic scare me like dolls on shelves do and quite frankly she's quite plastic and she scares me she's definitely had some work oh i haven't seen okay well uh, you you saw when she got the Smokey robinson eyes yeah i did see that she got yeah and I she also it. got the ant ass she got the what you know when when women get the plastic surgery the the butt surgery and mm-hmm. they look like an ant because they don't get the legs done oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> already had an ass so like what the fuck she, she did well actually. she needed another one maybe her maybe husband kept going out and grabbing bigger asses yeah he got, he's definitely got he's definitely got a, a, a so i bring this up appetite. because ti and his uh wandering eyes hands penis whatever um it's well known to anyone who knows that ti exists um, so they returned with their T.I. and Tiny, the family hustle. But now it's friends who hustle also. So Toya Wright is on it. Um, Monica is on it. And LaToya Luckett from Destiny's Child, who also at some point used to date T.I. I didn't is know that. Also, I didn't I thought, know it either I until I was, was watching the show. I thought she was with Young Thugger. I didn't know that. That is like an alternative housewife messiness Big ball of punch. I will say I like Elatory Luckett as an actress, and I've been saying this for years. Not because she's on Greenleaf. I feel about that the way I feel about I don't even remember what the title is, but it's this musical that's being cast, or is it a movie that's got is it the musical Taylor Swift, Idris Elba, and a whole bunch of other people that you like, what the fuck are these people doing? Oh, is that cats? There is cats is cats is being I don't know why they're doing that. Cats. VH one style. Well, you know, in typical reality show fashion, they've all been friends for many, many years. They probably have been. Because, like, you know, a lot of the artists from Atlanta were, like, like kind of like the Philly artists, mm-hmm. you know, at the point when Neo Soul, quote unquote, popped off. A lot of Atlanta artists were cool and did interact with each other. So, probably some truth to that. 
So I really believe that nobody was pretending even to be Latoya Luckett's friend because she'd been on Beyonce shit list for so long and until she got herself an agent and some airtime on reality TV, nobody was checking for her. I ain't even believing they all friends. I believe they, they know each other. Latoya Luckett been acting. I believe they all friends because they know each other because they share Atlanta, but uh, no. Okay. She mentioned that a little bit and what? about... Uh, her and who was the other one? Was it Latavia uh-huh. being um, escorted out of Destiny's Child? Uh-huh. Um, it was just like, yeah, you know, it kind of hurt, but you know, management made a decision, and you know, we I feel like she made less noise about it than Latavia did. From what I could see visually, I don't know. I'm just saying from what I because I heard a lot of times Latavia would like pop up, and when she popped up, it was like she was talking about. Beyonce and Kelly, like, yo, it was kind of fucked up what y'all did. I mean, didn't... <laughs> so there's an old clip. I'm sorry, maybe that was Farrah. Maybe that was Farrah when they were riding in the in a cab. And I think, like, Farrah... It was either Farrah or Latavia. Somebody's luggage didn't make it. And they were like, you can just go home. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. And she was what? like... And she was like, nah. They were like, just, just go. And that's how she was escorted. Mm. Again, I don't remember if it was Latavia or Farrah because you know Farrah was there like a hot just as long up. as a warm fart, huh? That's fucked up. It is. Yeah, they just said just go. Oh. Um, but I bring up Ti and Tiny and their fidelity Brand. struggles because um, in the first episode they're talking about Ti was caught grabbing some woman's ass. Which is was this in the script club? I'm asking out of ignorance. I don't think so. Okay. Um, it did not sound like it was a place where he should have been grabbing on anybody's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also sounded like whoever was filming him was like hidden or peeking through a door or some mm, shit. TMZ style, gotcha. But the thing that bothered me. Was like when Ti, I mean, when Tani was talking about it, like, yeah, you know, you got caught again grabbing somebody's ass, and he's like, "You're not upset that I was grabbing somebody's ass. You're upset that the video was out in the public, so you're not really mad at me. You're actually mad at the people that leaked the video, because if it had not been in the public, we could have had a private conversation about this, and the whole thing would have been squashed." Or, in other words, if there was no video, you know I probably grabbed somebody's ass because that's what I do. And there would have been no conversation because, bitch, that's what I do. Doesn't this kind of fall in line with the whole Mr. Fuck Up song that he has? It does. But the other problematic part of this is um, as she's talking, you know, because on reality shows, you always have to have a dinner and a party. Um <laughs> Somebody's having a baby or bought a house or they're was launching it, a hairline or a shoe line or, you know, somebody's coming out with blazers. So she goes to dinner with Monica and Toya Wright, who is Lil Wayne's ex-wife. Got it. And also Latoya Luckett had a, a housewarming, so this comes up again. And everybody's just like, you know... He really made you happier than anyone I've ever seen. You know, you guys are almost at eight years. I'm just so glad that you're trying to work this out. And people don't right. try enough. People don't, because also problematic Pastor John Gray, who I am no fan of, 
um, was there. And he's like, you know, people don't try enough. And when I met my wife, I was broken. If we, if she didn't just believe in me. Wait, we wouldn't Toy be at this point. Wayne are back together? No, no, no. They're talking about Tiny and T.I. Oh. And how she should just forgive all of these things. The problem I have is with the message. Because it's always like, you know, man cheats on woman. Forgive it. You have to forgive it. Woman cheats you know, on man. She's a whore. She's a slut. Why would you want to be with her? Purity culture tells us that men are not responsible for their sexual desires or impulses or actions. Well, we have two heads. What are we supposed to do with two heads? No, no, women are responsible for that because we shouldn't have been so tempting and we shouldn't have been so lustful. And if we had just worn the right outfit, then he wouldn't have been tempted. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you get you know, girls who are maybe friends who can't share clothes because, you know what I'm saying, one has bigger breasts than the other one. So one can wear the shirt to church, but the other one wears the shirt to church and she gets pulled to the side and is told, you know what I'm saying, that she needs to like cover up some. Or this idea of, well, if you don't do it, then there's another woman that will. And so right. it becomes this whole like I'm I responsible. That goes both ways. I'm responsible for making sure that my my husband doesn't find his dick in somebody else's vagina. I believe that goes both ways. So like um, one, because I think that's a very very that that's a low that's a nuanced statement. I do believe that there's an understanding before you even get into a relationship or as you're getting into a relationship, what the preferences, predilections, or proclivities of your partner are. Um, that should be expressed. That should be discussed openly and honestly. And if there's an understanding what it is that they like, um, you have to be able to be honest with yourself whether or not you're willing to provide those things and to do those things. And if you're not willing to do those things, then I'm not saying it justifies it, but it does expose you to the possibility of risk. Now, aside from that, on the other end of the spectrum, um, that does not give like you, be male or female, the, the right to then like, yo, oh, because they weren't doing X, Y, and Z, I get to go off and do this, that, and the third. Because as long as the understanding between these two people are that we're together and this is our relationship, we are exclusive, we're not to be doing X, Y, and Z, then that's what it should be. And whether or not you're getting what you want or not. Now, if you discuss a different understanding at some point, then that's on y'all. Y'all need to have that, under, that, that understanding between the two. You clearly, before anybody does anything. So, yeah, but... But also, I feel like that that rationale is used more so for women than it is for men. What part? Like the, right, what she won't do another man. No, no that's what I said. But I said it goes both ways. I think the it same thing for the men. And like, if, if there's, there are things that the woman wants done and the man is not willing to do, like the whole DJ Khaled, like I'm not willing. Yeah, all right, son. But let's follow through on that equation for the man, you know what I'm saying? For the woman, for anybody. If somebody tells you this is my boundary and in the back of your mind, you're like, well, I can't live without this thing. You know who responsibility it is to get their whole motherfucking shit together. The person who's not being satisfied to get the courage to say either we need to come up with some options or I have to go. Mm-hmm. Before we exchange yeah, but Before brain, anything happens. Right. right. Yeah, that, but that conversation should happen before you go but, off and do dumb shit, but, though. That whole I'm not satisfied thing, nah, dog, you could leave. And that is always the option. And, and also that is always a valid reason. This this idea of this came up um in the shade room comments this week. Last week, sorry, because today's like Tuesday. 
Um, Jenny May, who is on The Real, mm-hmm. she was recently divorced. Her husband wanted kids. She did not. She was very clear about, I do not want kids from the beginning. They got married anyway. He was like, that's a very, oh, that's a very dangerous I'm fine. Thing relationship about. And at some out. point, he changed. He thought, that, yeah. you know, he thought she, he he thought he could change her mind. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I said what I said. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, they got a divorce, and uh, Shade Room posted a picture that he recently just welcomed a, a baby with his, I don't know, baby mama. And <laughs> so in the comments, somebody was like, "No, not somebody." A couple of people were like. Um, a couple of people were like, oh, well, you know what she won't do, the next woman will. And it's like, but she said she, she wasn't going to do She it. was very clear. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's want kids. Because yeah. we have to for him. Yeah, I mean, and and I think I think and that and that's the other. I think I think what you just expressed though, that example was just a good idea. Of, like you know, the, being on the other side, because at the end of the day, like if she was clear and expressing what her intentions were, like we have to be able to be honest with ourselves. Like okay, like you know, I I I I, I use a personal anecdotal story without sharing any names, obviously. But I was in a relationship with somebody who uh, it was it was it was a very complex and nuanced uh, relationship but um, this person was very clear from the time that I met them that they were not fond or keen on the idea of marriage and they absolutely did not want kids so this made it very difficult for me to get but so far connected to this person you know what I mean because these are two things that I knew I wanted from the time I was very young you know what I mean made it difficult because I still love that person and I still enjoyed that person's company so it made that that relationship very complex on top of, you know, just like living life is going to make things difficult anyway. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I honestly did some, some, some immature shit. I was a much younger person and I did some unfavorable things as a result of it, but that wasn't on her. That was on me. So end of the day, man, again, like, like folks need to discuss these things openly and honestly. And 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 really like you know sit with what the the possibilities and the realities are. So you did these things why? Did what things why? Oh, we, we have time for that. <laughs> I didn't did ask what you things? what you did, and I'm not asking. Did what you, things? You said I did some unfavorable things. I did some I did some unfavorable things because mm, yeah, that's the that's a very loaded thing. You know, I don't mind answering the question. It's just the amount that's of time it take to get into it. Uh, <laughs> It's like this, that's not that's not a quick answer. We we got we got a time limit, unfortunately. Woo, look at that time. We still got thirty minutes. Do we? Mm-hmm. I thought you said you had to be. I said we have to be done by six thirty. Oh, I thought it was six fifteen. One, I don't know. I thought that, and two, I thought you had to be there. Seven. Oh, okay. you gonna edit this out? I don't have to. Oh, okay. I don't have High to. Hill. Huh? High heel run. Who run? I said the high heel run. Uh uh-uh, uh, yoga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused, like, huh? I thought she said, "Nah, he'll I thought run." She said, right? I thought that's what she I said like, too. Like, nah, he'll run. I was like, "Run where?" What shit you think I'm on? Like, like <laughs> what, what, what is your perception of me? Um, so I guess if we have time to answer it, um, uh, the 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 biggest reason why I did the things that I did was I was emotionally immature, and uh, that emotional immaturity was coupled with, uh, to be quite honest and quite frank, cowardice. Uh, not not being brave enough to uh, expose myself to possibilities beyond what I was comfortable exposing myself to. 
Like I think some people or a lot of people tend to get into relationships and they want things to be 100% on their terms and to be the way they see it's going to happen. And honestly, um, when you get into those for real, for real relationships, whatever, you kind of have to let your hands go with the steering wheel and just like, you know, let things happen. Uh, you can do what you do. You have to be honest about what your intentions are, what your, what your uh, expectations are. And part of that is just trusting that the other person is going to rock with you on that. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it don't. But I wasn't at that stage by any by any stretch of the imagination. So um, I, I did things that were in part self-sabotage, um, in part just like, you know, just the unwillingness to allow myself to be hurt. And then by that, I actually set myself up to ultimately be hurt. Mm-hmm. Is that a... I mean, it is. I'm, I can you know I can't go, but so far into right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to ask you to yeah, go yeah, yeah. further than that. Um, but that was a that that was that was fair enough of an answer. It was okay. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, I, I know you would tell me otherwise. That's why I had to make sure that you were satisfied with the answer. <laughs> I don't. Last thing I want to do is leave somebody unsatisfied. Oh God! It, it wasn't. It, that's not how I meant it. I'm just saying. I'm just being real. I just like you know. I like to. I like to make sure if you ask for something that I that I gave you the answer that you were looking for. That's all. Speaking of not giving the answer we're looking for, <laughs> uh, <laughs> transitions. Jermaine Dupree, who no one has given a shit about since. It's uh, been a while. Early two thousand. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. I think that Jaquan song might have been his swan song when he started doing that shit. Since Dan- Janet dumped him, that's the last time he was interesting, and that even wasn't that wasn't even him. Was he interesting then? I don't think he was. I think no, it was interesting right. that Janet right. was dating him. Right. I think it was, was questionable. Right. I don't think it was interesting. I think that what, what, what it was is like how the fuck, because that's how I looked at it. So I don't think I was interested. I wasn't interested to know how the fuck. I was just like how the fuck. No, I just looked at it like, hey, shoot your shot. You never know. That, that was, was also a, true. That was a great example. There, there are, there Shoot are, like, your you shot. Know, there, are, there are a couple examples of that. Uh, you <laughs> know, when you see dudes like that, to... That's the last time he was remotely relevant, and it was not for you know anything related to music other than the fact that it was two music entertainers, you know what I'm saying, who were dating. And you know what I'm saying? To that, it was more like it, the interesting part was, oh, Janet, really? Okay. Hmm. Okay. Right. He decided to... Uh... Give an opinion on artists, actual artists who are interesting, boycotting the NFL. Okay. And he said, you know, they should not boycott the NFL, the Super Bowl, excuse me, specifically. Mm-hmm. You should actually go and perform and, you know, use that platform to state your disgust with the NFL and your support of Kaepernick and support of whatever but boycotting does not is not an effective response okay i have a couple responses to that but is that, it that all in well that's one of my responses she took one of my answers and also it <laughs> did quite work um beyonce was met with quite a bit of a backlash when she came out there with her badass dancers in their Black Panther costumes or dress, not Black Panther the movie. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was regalia. And yeah. all of a sudden, 
some folks were like, oh, we don't need to like send the police to her shows and we don't need to, you know, like provide security to which Beyonce was like, I don't give a fuck. I said what I said. Um, but yeah, um, Jermaine Dupree, who no one is going to ask to perform at any Super Bowls in any future ever. But isn't that part of shooting your shot? No, I mean, no, it's I not. I don't think any of the acts that are associated with him are interested in performing. And so the reality is, if none of the people that you produced are willing to go up there, who the fuck is Jermaine Dupree to be talking about who should be doing what? Because he ain't got no reason to be up there at all. It's like I Kurt think- Franklin wanting to go perform somewhere and the choir not going with him. What you going to do? Right. Just walk back and forth on the stage by yourself? Uh <laughs> Well, okay, that's a very good metaphor. I don't and also, Jermaine Dupree is only mildly. I mean, he. I think he has rapped at some point, but it's just like, oh, yeah, who yeah. else is on this song with you? As a feature on 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 one of his associated yeah. acts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll say that. I, I okay. So here, okay. So there, there are a few things I have to say. I don't have to say. There are a few things I would like to say. All right. One, I'm not much of a JD fan. But I will acknowledge the fact that he has had a significant contribution to 90s music development. You can say which way it's developing. That's arguable. But, you know, crisscross, escape, you know, a lot of people he was involved with, so forth and so on. Moving beyond that. Um, it could have been, uh, it could have been a, like, you know, a, a, an appeal. Because, again, Missy was not the headliner for any Super Bowl show, but when she showed up as a feature, just like not even, she didn't do anything to my recollection with Katy Perry, but she still showed up in Katy Perry's Super Bowl halftime show and Missy's numbers went through the roof because people were like, oh yeah, Missy. Right. I remember that. And right, it's like, but it's, I don't, I don't think that Rihanna needs to show up at a Super Bowl I don't halftime think, show no. to get her no, numbers up. I don't think she does. Um, and, well, and not only that, but like Missy is to Jermaine Dupree what Jordan is to Nike. She is now her own brand. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, but she hasn't. She hadn't been like you know seen like like on a large scale by a large scale audience. Now that's not actually the point I want to get to. Rich when she doesn't need to work. Okay. Um, <laughs> the point I really want to work my way around to is that. While I disagree with this statement, the first part of the statement, I mean, you can, you can, that's debatable. Like, I, I don't believe that boycotting is ineffective. It wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't effective. There are too many empirical, like, uh, there, there are too many things that we can point to. Of course, Montgomery boycott is a great one that we can point to, where we know that boycotting works. So we don't have to get into the whole nuts and bolts of why that was like not smart. But there is also something to be said for if you are an artist and you do want to get up there and you want to, during your Super Bowl halftime show, put on a Kaepernick jersey, that will be a huge middle finger to the actual establishment that just brought you in to entertain them. It would, especially I'm not if they actually allowed it to air and didn't black you out. Yeah, I, I don't, they paid for that. I don't think they were not, not allowed to air. But um, that's that's that'll be a lot of that'll be a lot of dead time. Either way, you still got paid. But um, I I ultimately think that like uh, like I I the whole boycotts don't work and that's not effective. Like you know, people 
have to find their ways to voice their opinion, just like JD, like you know, with Jermaine Dupri, because I like to think of J Dill as JD. Um, just like Jermaine Dupri had his voice on the matter, I don't think it was necessarily a a a substantive statement, but okay, it's, I'm just kind of like whatever. I feel like we got a lot of Atlanta talk today, like a lot of Atlanta centric talk. There's something else from Atlanta I want to talk about. We gonna call this episode "Welcome to Atlanta." We could welcome to the A. We could. There's something else from that from Atlanta I want to talk about. Did you did you get a chance to see the article I sent you? I if it's okay. Didn't. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, sure. So, Will Ferrell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Will Ferrell uh, has uh, has been going door to door campaigning for Stacey Abrams, who is the gubernatorial candidate for. Uh, uh, for Georgia. Georgia. And I think that is all kinds of dope. And I think that's actually really dope because he's using his platform. I mean, he's got a movie he's about to come out. You know, everybody, you know, of a certain age knows who Will Ferrell is pretty much. Look, I have gone on record several times as calling Will national Ferrell treasure. a national treasure. Yeah. And this just confirms what I've been saying pretty much from the start of this podcast. Before. This podcast, yeah, national treasure, yeah, and Will I, Ferrell. I think what's important to note is uh, Stacey Abrams' opponent in this uh, uh, gubernatorial race has been systematically and actively been trying to disenfranchise voters um, in specific districts um, that are heavily melanated. Um, uh, there's a, a busload of black folks, older black folks that were heading to go to the, do some early voting, whatever. And some police officers kindly showed up and escorted them off the bus. And nah, nah, you can't do that. It's like 54,000 people who've been finding themselves stripped off the rolls in, in, uh, in, in Georgia. There's a lot of stuff going down and w- which, which leads me back to the point where, you know, um, I feel it's important to tell people to vote because I've heard many a time as I was coming up, um, that, that your vote doesn't matter. And the counter I would make to that is if your vote did not matter, then why are people actively trying to take it from you? I'm talking about Megger Evers. You can talk about how they're doing all these uh these these voter ID laws and restrictions, mm-hmm. how they gerrymander, that's a thing. They literally, okay, this district has too many this type of voters, and that has too much type of power and effect on the election that's gonna be in this particular district. Or this particular state. So we're going to change the lines and how these votes are counted up or whatever. So we can make sure the party we want to have in power is in power in this state. I don't think it's gerrymandering is right, Democratic or Republican. I think no. people should just vote. I don't even think that should really matter. That's just me. Uh, but all that being said, uh, I think that's super dope. And I just want to point it out. That's That was my contribution. I'm Your contribution of to our Welcome to the A podcast? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I, I, I have so little to bring these days. I'm just happy to be here. I feel the same way. So before we get out of here so I can go get all bendy, I just want to say um, this weekend, Petty. 50 Cent. Did you hear about this? I, I heard a little piece of it. I didn't hear the whole thing or whatever. No, but. So, 50 Cent and Ja Rule have, they are not the best of friends. They've had a thing for a while. They have not liked each other for a very long time. 
And they legit don't like each other. This isn't like like a like a ploy type thing. They they just don't. And you know, Fifty's got a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of petty. That like if petty was a blood type, that's what <laughs> would, would have running through his veins. There's A, there's B, there's B positive, A B, and it's petty. <laughs> and petty. yeah, I like that. Fifty Cent. So Ja Rule had a. a a concert coming up in some small venue, um, smallish venue, and Fifty Cent decided to go and buy two hundred tickets in the front row, front area of this venue, with no intention, obviously, of sending two hundred of his best friends. He just wanted <laughs> Ja Rule to have to go and like perform to an empty. Empty room because he's rich and petty and 50 Cent does that type of shit. I liked it better when middle-aged rappers did nostalgia tours and stayed in their lane. Well, that's what Ja Rule was trying to do, a nostalgia tour. (laughs) And 50 Cent said, my God said no. What you you will not do (laughs) is perform for the people. are you done? <laughs> are, are you done? <laughs> it's like really. Yeah, yeah. That's that's oh, that's. So Amen. Hey, and of course, because you know this is also what he does. He went on Instagram and shared it. Like, yes, I just bought two hundred tickets so this nigga can perform to an empty room. This is why his children don't like him. I would not disagree with that. <laughs> what's What's interesting though. Is like this is the first time we heard the Ja Rule since that fire festival business, right? Um, there's a lot of sparring on Instagram that go that between Ja Rule and 50 Cent. Um, usually, as in this case, Ja Rule comes out on the losing side. But Ja, but he don't stop though. Ja ain't never won against 50. That's a problem. I think that's the reason why I don't think he knows that. Yeah, yeah. He like, (laughs) you know, he's he's like the the moment 50 was able to clown Ja Rule for singing on every song and 50 then took that shit and did it himself and you never got a chance to call him on that or you never thought like hey yo ja Rule you, you took literally. that as a win Ja Rule clearly does not see that I am mismatched my firearms are too short to box with God he just <laughs> likes to he just likes to keep going in there like, oh, you coming to me, 50? I'm going to come back at you. And then 50 does something like this. It's bad enough his tickets were on Groupon. And you got to go out here and buy Damn, 200 of these. You throw that out there. Yeah, throw that when out there. When the can't save you. Hmm. Yeah, throw it out there. I didn't, I didn't know they were on Groupon. That, that, yeah. Well, Young 50 posted the screenshot also that showed these Ja Rule <laughs> oh tickets were on. <laughs> what? When I said he has, he, has, he has a lot of time. When I said he had petty running through his veins, yeah, he has a lot I think of time. y'all thought I was kidding. I could literally, time, literally, and I'm not even using that in the way that people overuse it now. I could literally not do a 50 cent petty discussion every week. Yeah, because that shit he did before it was pretty funny too. And, and when I when I say that, that's so like storied and numbered. You know, there are a Pick lot one. of funny things he, he did with Floyd. So Between yeah. the shit that he does with Floyd Mayweather, 
Ja Rule, and occasionally Vivica Fox likes to pop up and say something and he'll throw some shade at her. Yeah, I so mean, he has some funny stuff with Rick Ross too. He has no shortage of, I'm bored. Who am I going to fuck with but you today? Know who he's not coming for? Miss Handler. Oh, like that is not. <laughs> God don't really want to fight the devil. He want to coexist with that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like they did some dirt together that mm-hmm. she's like, everybody know I'm a fuck up. Ain't nobody going to sneeze at no. this. You know what I'm saying? But you, my friend, you might lose a whole lot of credibility because he don't never come for her. So yeah, and I'm, you know, I thought about, I can't, I can't even, I don't have enough time in this day, or in my life to get into the whole Nikki and Cardi back and forth bullshit. I don't even want to even focus on that, man. I just, I, I'm gonna just say, black women work together, uplift yeah, each they other. Just, they just need to get over it, man. It's like it's, it's not gonna get any better by talking about it or rehashing it. Just let it go. But Ava That's what I would say. A Prince movie. She is. What's going on now? Ava DuVernay is going to give us a Prince movie. Okay. And that is a wonderful thing. Now, the problem is, who is going to play Prince? Palau. Whoever plays Prince is just not going to be enough. It's not. You got to have Palau maybe sing the notes. Palau needs to do the whole performances. (laughs) We've heard De'Angelo. Like, there are very few people that could do Prince songs, and they're like, D'Angelo could do Prince songs. Bilal, I've heard the, I've heard, I've heard a couple women pull off Prince songs, but which makes sense, obviously. But, but there are not a lot of people, not a lot of people that can legit do Stevie. It's just certain artists you just can't. I think D'Angelo did okay with like the slower Prince songs, but the one like you know, like that, she's always in my head. That um, darling Nikki mm-hmm. that Bilal did mm-hmm. is like seared into my brain. Mm-hmm. I was like, nigga. Oh, yeah. Blouse, his range there, is ridiculous. There is a gay black man <laughs> doing drag shows somewhere who could sing the whole motherfucking catalog and make you, you know what I'm saying, be like, if I was blindfolded, I wouldn't know the difference. I promise you, she will find him. Uh, and could probably do the beat. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not always a fan of how D'Angelo does not enunciate. He's a very, yeah, he, he's a very he's, he's a mumble singer. singer. Yeah, yeah, he's a mumble singer. Mumbles. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, I like the Voodoo album, but I remember I had a homegirl who was like, well, well she's, I was like staying Anita Baker. Huh? I can understand Anita Baker. A lot of people say that. Like uh, I can like like I can understand Anita Baker mm-hmm. and I can understand Michael McDonald, but I understand how people say. She doesn't enunciate though. I can understand. I, mean, I can understand what she's saying. No, but I, Voodoo, I could understand that last album was that Black Messiah. Yeah, yeah. And I listened to that. Art. I was like, nigga, what you talking about? You might be talking about my mama. I think he's, this might I think be he, you crying out for help. This could be like a suicide pact album. I don't know what you're saying, though. I think he's just going off the feeling. I have no fucking idea what you're saying. I think he's just going off the feeling when he does. He's a jazz record and through it. I mean, he, he might as well. It's, it would be just as understandable. That, but that was an argument that I heard some people say about Voodoo. That's what some people were saying about Voodoo. I was like, I can't understand it. I think... Voodoo was like his his slide into mumble singing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but if I think it was like, for example, he did it a little bit on Brown Sugar. If you think about it, because who is um um shit damn motherfucker? He was doing that shit. Well, I was about to say it's like I'm sorry. You know how my bad. You and Cam like to say like I really understand a lot of Mister Cal. Yeah, and I under I understand everything Mister Cal said on that on that whole CD, and enjoyed it. Um, and I feel like that's how it was for Voodoo. Mm-hmm. But with Black Messiah, I don't know if my ears have gotten older, my patience have gotten smaller, probably a little, probably bit, a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but I just listened to that and I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. I can't understand it. I'm I not feel going bad to engage to say this, in it. Because I was I was really wanting this dude to come out album or something, but he waited so long. I bought the album. I don't think I listened to it. Cause like I lit, it's, it's almost like the Maxwell effect. It's like, dude, you, you took too long. Yeah, it's just like, man, like I was, come on, man, like come out with an album, like it's like be, oh, oh it's coming. <laughs> did he have an album Who? after? Oh, cause he was supposed to do black. He did. He did black summers it? night, and then he black. He did. He did another. He did one. black, summers black night. summers night, and then he did black summers night, cause it was supposed to be three. Yeah. I I never listened to summers. Yeah, I, I think I, I listened I, to like one song. I and listened I was like, to a Mm-mm. couple of the joints and whatever, and it's just like, man, I ain't get the feeling because like I liked his first three albums differently for different reasons. A lot of people, I mean, Urban Hang Sweet is fire. Nobody's disputing that, but the the poetry and of what he was saying for some reason, Embrya resonated. Oh, I love that Embrya. Embrya resonated like you know, like I'm you. And we are you. Confusing as this is. And submerged until we become the sun. I hope. Yeah, my yeah. Kids. Like the, the poetry on Embrya just hit me Let's on another level. Drown deep. Yeah. In Ula. us. Yeah. Make no fight. Yeah. No fuss. No fuss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I that, mean, like, if you don't just, like, as a woman, if you don't just get wet thinking about, like, <laughs> <laughs> having sex to that, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So the first and now was a dope album too. I really like that album. It was a little more upbeat. That's like um at the party. Uh, I like the now album. It's, it's a little more upbeat. I liked a little Black more Summer's Night. I like the first one. I did too. With the pretty wings. Yeah, but then yeah. I think also like he started between um Black and Summers, I think he started making some um ill-advised political statements. Oh, okay. And I know for myself, I was like, oh, so what you're saying, Maxwell, is you're canceled. Um I was and- I was gonna say I also think it's also because like his his range isn't what it used to be. And that's something he really used to like like get into every single crack and crevice of the music that he crafted. So when you did like, you know, there's a there's an angst that sometimes he put on Embrya or Urban Hang Suite. And even in now, but like it wasn't there to me, in my estimation, on Black Summer's Night. So and I, I mean, you and I, you either have to evolve or you have to keep working. I mean, look at Mariah Carey. When Mariah <laughs> Carey came out talking about visions of love, she was giving you 800 octaves. Mm-hmm. And a couple, couple years ago at a New Year's party, she was just like, fuck it. I need some tea. Y'all know it's cold out here. Yeah, but she's also Happy New Year, niggas. Yeah, her voice ain't what it used to be either, though. Some people, but I, I think part of that is though there there's some people who don't take care of their their instrument. I you agree. Know, you know what I mean, like if if you if you like pay attention, 
Like Whitney's voice wasn't what it was when she was in her prime, but she still had most of her voice, which is killing most people out there. Now, but I, I also feel like she probably had classical voice training on some level, though, right? So nah, I think I, Whitney was church. I don't know if she had classical voicing. I, 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 I well, could be wrong. No church, but old school church because her mother was a singer in church and that was her mother's craft. And I feel like that's the kind of church where it may not have been as somebody's, you know what I'm saying, you know, accredited or, you know, widely touted school that white people go to. But that's the kind of singing where people actually learn how to sing, you know, like in I ways that. Oh, yeah. But she, and she had to get up your voice. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, so, so, so what I'm saying is she, but she had the proper training. I mean, you know, who gave it to her, you know, is, is neither here nor there, but she had the proper training to be able to preserve her voice and also be lucky because I mean, let's, I don't think smoking cracks. Yeah, but, but, okay. Okay. But see, but that, that's not the, the point I was making. With I don't Whitney, think so. Either. Whitney also <laughs> smoked cigarettes and that shit will wear on your voice. And that's, that's kind of what I, that's why I was saying. I don't think her, her voice was what it was in her prime. Now well, I don't know what Ella Fitzgerald did, but Ella Fitzgerald had her voice until the day she died. Classical training and luck. But, but, I, but I, I think I don't know. I think a lot of people like Adele. Like I think if Adele was tr- better trained at how to use her voice, she wouldn't have so many, you know, mm-hmm. vocal issues. You know, I think that's probably the same thing for Mariah Carey. You know, and SZA a, a had lot some of recently, right? Whose voice? I mean, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. You know what I'm saying? When he actually stopped singing was very open about the fact that he never had any kind of training at all and that by the time he actually did get a little bit of lessons in, it was really just to try and help him push through after he had already done so much damage to his voice. But I mean, you know, he stopped singing because how he sang damaged his voice. Yeah, um, people, 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 a lot of people pull from their throat when they're singing. And you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you're yeah. supposed to sing from, from your, your diaphragm. diaphragm. From your diaphragm, yeah. But yeah. I mean, SZA can't sing. But who can't sing? SZA. Oh, you know, fucking up her voice or not, she can't. Yeah. I mean, every time she sings like somewhere live, she's like, <coughs> "I'm sick." Like, bitch, Janet how does are the same you? Thing when well, Janet can't sing notes, either. She started to hit them high notes. I, 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 Janet Farr from- say she start crying right when she got to hit the high notes. Mm-hmm. Janet <laughs> is from a famous family. She puts on a great show. Oh yeah, now she worked though. Her work ethic is. It is, and I'm taking nothing yeah. away from her work ethic and her overall great show. But please, God, don't tie me down and make me listen to Janet Jackson's discography. I have not done enough wrong in my life to deserve that kind of punishment. I like Janet's. Nope, nope. I can't say all of it. I will say, I will say the Velvet Rope joint. I like that. I like the Janet album mm-hmm. and Control. I think those are three good albums. I think those are I three good. Have- with very smart brothers that Michael had better songs but Janet had better albums. Janet had themes. Told she a story. did. Michael's but and my and Michael was his he, Michael they were aiming for two different things. Janet was aiming to tell a story and Michael wanted you know what I'm saying number one hit. You know so they were aiming for two different things but I would have to agree that you know she has good albums if you're in a nostalgia mood because you can listen to most of them, you know, straight through. It's just that you got to be in a nostalgia mood because no, she cannot sing. Mm-mm. You know, this audio tape is her friend. I, 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 okay. So I would say what might have affected Michael, uh, and this is a weird <laughs> statement because it's, it's, we're talking about Michael Jackson here about what what affected Michael, but I think what might have, in a weird way, worked against Michael was the success of Thriller. 
because he held off on doing an album for so long after he did Thriller because it was so successful. And he wanted to have something that led up to or had that same type of like, you know, appeal. And the honest <laughs> answer is nothing was gonna live up to to Thriller after Thriller popped. It was just like to have every song on that album except for one go number one, that shit don't happen. Where does that happen? Michael Jackson, that's where it happens. That's about it. That's why he's the king of pop. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, as much as people love Thriller, I still think Off the Wall is a better album. Me too. That's just me. I think just because, you know, like, you know, I don't really want to listen ad nauseum to like, you know, Thriller, the actual song Thriller. But No, but also at I, the time though, when Thriller came out, like to give us the visuals oh, of that Thriller. Video was everything. That changed the, the I mean, the that shit was like announced. Like Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and it, I remember like sitting up on my grandma's high bed. Yeah. Cause that's the only room that had cable. I remember making the thriller. That was and, even the bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like sitting there like, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That that changed the I mean, landscape now, of music. You know, Beyonce does that shit like mm-hmm. every two, three years now, and it's mm-hmm. still fucking amazing. Like, mm-hmm. but at the time, the that was like, what? Yeah. And he did that to MTV. He did that to regular, like he did that everywhere. It's like, yo, I'm Michael Jackson dropping the shit. Y'all need to see this. So by the time it got down to remember the time, motherfuckers was literally stopping primetime TV, like Michael Jackson's Remember the Time. You mm-hmm. see Eddie Murphy, like, oh shit, Eddie Murphy's in it. Throwing out the sand yeah, that remember- turns into gold and yeah, yeah. spinning out of that. And it's yeah. like, I see why you want to leave Eddie and mom. This nigga just spun himself from gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the hormone monster from what's called it? Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Uh, that's he just spun himself from gold. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, th- I think that, you know, yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I just think that uh, his own greatness in that in that field was working against him like he had like he had gone from the Jackson 5 he had successively transitioned did the first album nobody ever talks about and then he did Off the Wall and then you know he did Thriller and like where the fuck do you go after Thriller I mean Bad was still wildly successful but like I mean you sell 100 million albums of one album that's fucking disgusting I'm just nobody's I don't think ever gonna do that a hundred million albums of one album? Yeah. That's no. amazing. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody's going to ever do that. Especially just... once you consider that you had to actually like leave your house and go to an establishment and purchase this and then drive back to your house to, to listen, listen to, to it. it. Yep. Unless you got a track. And it's also sadder because, yes, I get it. You know, there's like, you know, all, so many more platforms and so many more artists, blah, blah, blah. But there's like twice as many people in the world. So mm-hmm. like you would think that on some level you would be able to like maintain numbers. No. But no. Nope. And especially when the music is pared down now, it's harder to sell shit anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's like, you know, motherfuckers being don't even really sell it. Like, oh, how many streams? Oh, they had a billion streams. Like, I'm pretty sure that's cool. But people ain't necessarily listening to that shit while streaming. Sometimes shit is just playing. Like, like, oh, let me put on some shit while I'm listening, while yeah. I'm working. Yeah, yeah. And I went to the bathroom to take a shit, and it was just having me on loop for like an hour. Yeah. Wow. Or no. I put a little button on my earpiece, and Spotify's just been running in my purse, and I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> which is, yes. which is, which is, which is fine <laughs> when you're playing the usual stuff. No one's pretending to listen. All my credit cards have been listening to Twenty One Savage for the last twenty one hours. <laughs> Yeah. I, 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 I can't say that I know what 21 
Savage song, but I do like some interesting things. Oh, I don't know a 21 Savage song, but I do know that it's time for us to put a bow on this. It so is. I can go get Bendy, and I don't have to worry about Let killing me. Let me see you do that yoga. Body on the beach, done in Copacabana. Except not in Copacabana, because that's in Brazil, and I can't go there because I'm black. It's logging off today. <laughs> me, T. Rich, Black Yogi, to my left front. front. Left. <laughs> <laughs> me, Ben is the third, a.k.a. Da Vinci Box. Logging off from the Rainbow Room. Hey, Savage. Have a wonderful week, friends. Indeed. Take care, people. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to each other. Stay blessed, stay woke. Have orgasms. <laughs> she said, look, I'm going to fire my nigga, damn it. I'm going to have something. <laughs> orgasms it is. <laughs> Later, folks. Nobody's going to argue with that.